This is Warrior's Way Podcast, Episode 50, and I'm James Eek. All my relations. That's how the sweat lodge started. All my relations. That's how the sweat lodge ended. When you think of a sweat lodge, you might think of a whole lot of different things, but where or what an indigenous people's healing or spiritual place of growth and practice should be like. But perched on a rooftop of a boutique First Nations Art Gallery hotel, a block away from Vancouver's infamous Pigeon Park, known for the failing of a city and a province to the problems of poverty and addiction, is probably not what you'd have in mind. Yet there it was. A small dome of bent willow and other tree branches covered in blankets just big enough for six people to sit cross-legged in while red-hot grandfather rocks are brought in, lifted into place in the center of the circle with two deer antlers, and brought to life with a sprinkle of tobacco or sweet grass. All my relations, Shoshone leader and elder, old hand said, explaining that the sweat lodge was an Aboriginal healing and spiritual practice, which is something that transcends North American First Nations beliefs as something far more ancient and practiced by many of Earth's people for all of human existence up to current day. Except for one thing. Most have forgotten. Others have watered it down and made it into a spa or sauna, but a true sweat lodge is something far more than that, and nothing to be trifled with. This is going to be something you remember. The sweat lodge has power that changes you, heals you. Remember that all of your ancestors want you here today. They sacrificed for you to be sitting right here. There are a long line of people who want the best and happiest and healthiest life for you. They want to see you have a life they could never have believed possible. They are here with you today. They are always with you. That is what some of what all my relations means. You're here for a reason. A lot of things have happened to get you here right now. You're meant to be here. The sweat lodge brings these different worlds together. The past, yesterday and more ancient. The present with all its baggage and turmoil we carry. And the future we hope will be brighter and better than today for ourselves and our children and future generations. All of this binds together as you crawl into the sweat lodge, which Old Hand said is symbolic and physically like crawling into the womb of Mother Earth, the mother that gives us all the lives we have. The sweat lodge I took part in was divided into four parts, each with drumming, chanting, and plenty of heat, steam, smoke, darkness, and light. Central to it all was bringing unity to the people who came before us, those who want us all to succeed and be strong and healthy and with a clear understanding and indication of what it is that we want for ourselves and our lives and what healing it is that we need to move on and be stronger for ourselves and for those around us. One aspect that kept coming up in the words of the elder is that if you want to truly help others, you need to help yourself too and do what needs to be done to get to a place all your relations, your ancestors, want for you. 
Turtle doesn't go anywhere until he sticks out his neck, Old Hands said more than once. We have to take responsibility for our lives, for our health, for our well-being, and for our own healing, and everyone needs healing. We need to make the steps that are required in this life to make sure that we are getting to where we are headed, whatever that may be. For everyone, the sweat lodge is different, and for some, it is so much more. I didn't quite know what to expect when I decided to take part. I try to live this life to be at least open-minded. What I don't always expect is to have my life radically altered from a two-hour experience like the one I had from atop the East Vancouver rooftop. When I crawled through the door of the blanket-wrapped dome, I thought I was in for some neat cultural experience at least, and at best something similar to the time I've spent in various Zen and Tibetan Buddhist temples. Meditation, listening to chants, and otherwise vibing along as I practiced mindfulness, calmness, and breathwork. Well, I did all that. What I didn't expect was the deeply moving, humbling, and transcendental experience that happened. At the start of the sweat lodge, as the first six large and glowing red rocks were placed in the center of the circle we'd formed, an old hand started to slowly beat his drum and sing the songs he told us he learned from the old ones back home. I can only describe what happened next as feeling ancient and somehow far removed from the inner city I was in. I felt like I was in another place and another time that somehow felt not just right, but familiar. Then, as strangely as it sounds, I felt a connection or the company of not only First Nation archetypes, but Old Norse ones. It was Odin, the Allfather, there beside me, Thor, and Loki. I was sure as the temperature increased and the smoke and heat blanketed me, that what was being chanted or how it echoed in me was not what I was hearing, but some song, some beat, some words that had been sung to my ancestors long before I was born, long before any of them could dream of me in this West Coast Canadian city, words that had power, a beat that hit a rhythm that matched something not just inside of me, but inside of us all. I felt the pitch black space around me alive with crows, with an eagle, and with that wolf that I'd fought in the woods. As the first hour turned into the second and more rocks and more steam and more smoke filled the space and we called upon all our relations to be there with us to help us, I actually felt the physical feeling of being surrounded by people who knew me, but I didn't know myself. I felt them in touch with me in a way that now talking about it doesn't entirely make sense. But at that moment, it made all the sense in the world. They were there blanketing me in their presence, their love, their understanding. They were giving me their strength, and they were giving me their hope. I realized for, that for me to be in that place meant that all of them, for hundreds and thousands of years, fought, suffered through more than I can conceive also that I could sit on that rooftop in that sweat lodge and have the life that I have and do all the things I have done and will do. I'm here even now doing this podcast because I come from a long line of warriors and fathers 
and mothers and simply amazing people who suffered and persevered with the dream that one day there will be someone, maybe someone like me, who will live a life that they couldn't even dream possible. The same dream any parent or grandparent has for their children. And I could hear them whisper to me in that hot darkness that if they could make it, that I would too, because I am made of all of them. Every one of them that faced the terrors that at one time crawled in the darkness of night. Every one of them that fought to keep their tribe and their family safe. Every one of them that suffered in ways that even my worst army stories don't come close to. Also that I could be right here. Right now. And I felt all of this. Not in some weird, fuzzy, new-agey way. It was real. It was physical and tangible. I sensed, sensed them around me right there, just like you were feeling all the things around you right now. Wherever you were listening to this, whatever your background, whatever your path, I think after my experience in the sweat lodge that you need to try this. There's something that just made sense as a human being at a very core level in the ritual and the process and I can't see anyone walk away from it and not be changed for the better. And in case you're worried, there's, there's nothing overly religious about it. If you're worried about that. If you're worried that it'll somehow interfere with your own beliefs. If anything, I think that the organic and natural balance to it will only amplify what you already believe and practice. There's something very old and yet very new about the sweat lodge. Something simple and yet profound. In terms of training for you martial artists, you're not going to find something as physically, mentally, and spiritually, and emotionally intense as this on the mats. Think of it in jiu-jitsu terms, and this would be like trying to roll with five black belts who are all pinning you to the mats, and the simple act of breathing and relaxing would be the most you could hope to do. All of this while learning massive new lessons on how to do this and how to do that and how to simply deal with what these mad sharks were throwing down and how to live your life. It would leave you exhausted, worn out, and yet somehow new, fresh, and alive with possibility. There are things in this life that have been given to us as amazing tools. Vehicles to get us to somewhere else. To make better, stronger versions of us. That isn't something to be trifled with. It isn't something to judge. Sometimes when you find something that amplifies and takes your training and who you are to a whole new level, we need to just smile, nod, and give deep and grateful thanks to the universe for placing something like this in our path. And to understand that you are exactly where you should be. Where all your relations want you to be. Where all my relations led me. Finding who I am. What I am. And who I want to be. All my relations.
So there you go. If you get a chance, all I can do is tell you to take part. Try it out. What have you got to lose? So let's go on to the question of the day. In my city, I see a lot of poverty, and I wonder what I can really do about it. That's a good question, and it's a hard one. A Zen master once told me that the first and last thing all of us have to do is understand that our job here is to clean our room. We have to be constantly looking at what we ourselves need to do to make us better, healthier, and stronger. If we do that, we will find ourselves becoming naturally more compassionate towards others. And compassion, though, doesn't mean putting others and their troubles at a different level. It means realizing that all of us are the same. We are all, a whole, in a whole lot of ways, one. We are one. There isn't a separation. So if you want to change the world, if you want to change the world for the better, first we need to change ourselves. We need to clean our room. And like any room that needs cleaning, we can do it superficially or we can get on our hands and on our knees and really start to see the dirt and the dust that collects in those hidden corners. So do that first. Clean your room. Then maybe ask yourself what you can do that really can help. And there are lots of things all of us can do to help the lives of others, both in big and small ways. I think, though, in the end, we need to learn to educate and empower others to understand that they, too, need to clean their own rooms. It's only when we can see our own mess and maybe see over that mess that we can really start to see others and to do what we can to help them to help themselves. Like they say, give someone a fish and they can eat for a day. Teach them how to fish, and they can feed themselves for a lifetime. So clean your room. But be a good friend. So I think we'll leave it there for today. Um, this is our 50th episode, which is crazy to me. Never thought we'd get here. Um, and the podcast... I is doing better than I could ever dream in my life. Um, and that's all thanks to you listening. And I hope that you continue to listen. I hope you spread the word about us. And I hope you enjoy it and get something out of it. Um, coincidentally, this 50th episode is coinciding with my own 50th birthday. Um, so that is kind of auspicious for the podcast, I guess, and for me. And uh, that's why I decided to do this, this podcast on this wet lodge that I took part in um, down here in the downtown east side of Vancouver, where I'm actually still recording this. But if you like this podcast, please give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and check us out. Um, on Instagram, most of the stuff or all of the stuff that I, I post is actually on my martial arts schools page. So that is the Eek Academy that you want to look for on Instagram. Um, but I put stuff on there for Warriors Way podcast as well. I'm just not 
social media savvy and to be honest with you choose to live my life rather than living on social media (laughs) but uh i do post on instagram regularly if you want to follow it and check that out um we have a facebook page warriors way podcast just search for it the usual way um then you can also find me on like i said my martial arts school's page that gets a lot more attention (laughs) these days Um, and again that is the Eek Academy of Martial Arts Um, so other than Instagram and Facebook we also have a website that is getting stuff on there as time goes on I think I might actually post this um, podcast do it as a bit of a, a blog or whatever you want to call it an article and if you like these podcast that we throw down Um, you can always pick up a copy of one of my books that i've written on amazon they're available paperback copy or as ebooks you can get them for kobo or you can get them on kindle and uh, you can pick those up the usual place that you find those things so Again, thank you very much for listening for the past 50 episodes if you've been a constant listener. If you're new, give us a chance and spread the word. Um, The podcast is about helping us all get more out of our life and out of our training. And uh, I think the best way that we can do that is understand that we're all in this together. And anything that can help out, whether it be an awesome experience like taking part in a First Nations sweat lodge or training in jiu-jitsu or whatever martial art you do. Um, that's a step in the right direction. And this podcast, I, I hope that it is just helping to amplify all those awesome things you already do. If you're liking the podcast, please drop me a line. Let me know. If you have a question that you'd like me to cover in the podcast, please send me send it that send it my way um, and then I will get it into one of the episodes and you can again reach me through any of those ways Uh, I'm pretty easy to track down these days over Facebook Instagram or the usual email kind of ways Um, and I think we'll leave it like that so get out there have some fun today be a good friend Train hard and have some fun. Thanks.